God, that was one of the biggest trips of music. I like. I feel like I'm glitching out, but my head's bopping. Wow! Welcome everybody to a chillin' with the heaven computers. Woo! What? What? I tried to pick some music that matched Godman's uh, glitchiness. Uh, but yeah, we'll get to Godman after Mint Media. Absolutely love our guest. Uh, she is uh, a beacon of light in the Web three space. Agents, what is up, man? PP, are you DJing at any events in in Basel? Because your music choices these past hey, couple man. weeks have you know, just been so <laughs> spot on. You know, a lot of people say I'm an old timey, and they make fun of my music. But I'm super glad that you appreciate my taste, my friend. Oh, you are on it, man! You got your finger on the pulse. I mean, the the other day, I was literally like, "What was that song that PP McGee played?" At the at the last chilling episode, you know what? So, you know, I, you just gave me a great idea. I'm going to start a chilling with Pudgy Penguins playlist on Spotify, and every single well, you know what? Some of the music I use isn't on Spotify, but if it is, I'll put it on there. Yeah, yeah, because it's just excellent. Thank you. Um, and other than that, my weekend was good, boring, didn't do anything uh, because I am gearing up for Miami. So uh, I wanted to let my my wallet, my liver, my my brain all just kind of rest. Child, how about you? My weekend was good, man. I also took it pretty easy because of upcoming Miami, but drove back home from Thanksgiving, got to fight the 95 traffic. So it was good to to get back. And uh, now, you know, 72 hour turnaround before Pudgy Penguins in Miami. So really looking forward to it. Is it really only 72 hours? Dude, less. less. Less, right? Wow. You know what? There's less than 48 for the end of Sotheby's auctions, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, Moose, how was your weekend? My weekend was actually a lot of fun. It was good. Family time. You know, the thing is, I woke up this morning with a really bad cough, and PP reached out to me. How's everything going? I'm like, I'm not feeling good. He's like, no, we need you. And I'm like, ah. So I started doing every supplement in my cabinet. I'm starting to take vitamin C, uh, vitamin E. Um, there was no vitamin E, but there was a uh, lysine and, uh, you know, all this stuff and day quill and thank God I feel great right now. That's oh, L-lysine lice- right is goaded, bro. I think it's incredibly slept on in, in the it, supplement it department. Slept on. Helps my throat. Um, yeah, an amazing thing. Wow. Awesome. Good to know. Well, before, before we get to our friends at Mint Media, you guys know what to do. The little blue button since moose is hosting and it's not purple press that retweet leave a comment uh you know the drill and now figure out why that's not working my favorite song (laughs) wilson i don't see chuck up here so you're our friend today what's going on yeah i'm your friend today how are you guys doing good man you guys gonna be in Miami? What's, yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. We'll, we'll oh, be there, bro. Didn't you hear? Less than seventy-two hours until I can pay eighteen dollars. No, I've, I've been all over the place. It's gonna be insane. Five minutes, but oh, that's great. <laughs> I, I live here in Miami, so I'm uh, I'm super pumped. Chuck's gonna be with me also, so we'll we'll have a very fun time. Some somebody's got to reach out and chirp Daniela because here here's a man who lives in Miami and he still showed up to the pod. 
Yeah, and I'll give Danielle some slack. I'll get, um, I'll cut her slack. <laughs> I'm just joking around. But yeah, yeah, what's going on on uh, Nifty? Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, Sorry. Let's, let's dive right in. So, hey, everyone, I'm Wilson from Mint Media. We're up here every week. We're, we're joining the Penguins, and we're sharing some thoughts about whatever subject is top of mind in the NFT space. So I think, you know, it's another slow week in the space. So I wanted to discuss really, like, how we can prepare for the future. So, you know, I want to discuss that upcoming Blur airdrop that's coming in January and how you can prepare for it now. So as most of us know, for the last month and a half, we've all been using Blur to farm that sweet, sweet airdrop that we we all know and love, and we're really excited to hit our MetaMask wallet. If you don't remember the SOS or looks airdrop around a year ago from this time, um, seemingly kicked off the mania phase in the NFT bull run that we had from around January to March, where things were just mooning left and right. You could mint something for 0.1 and it was two ETH immediately. So, you know, we're, we're not expecting anything really close to that, but, you know, NFT Twitter is a bit overconfident that we'll get some sort of mini bowl in the new year. So I think before sharing my thoughts, I wanted to open up the question to the crowd and hear everyone's thoughts here. Um, there's certainly going to be some sort of liquidity injection. So do you think this is going to go back into NFTs? And if so, where? And if not, are people just going to cash out and run and run for the exits and take the the free money? Uh, I, I'm expecting a slight echo bubble in NFTs. Yeah, after this airdrop, I think uh, you're going to see potentially what you saw after the SOS airdrop, um, which would be nice. Uh, but honestly, like if you want to play it safe, you do what you're doing with you know standard crypto that, that aren't NFTs. You you pick your blue chips. You pick the people who have been actively building in the bear and have proof of it. Um, and that's what I would be doing in the NFT space. And I know our guest has been building like crazy, so I can't wait to talk to her. But uh, yeah, that's that's my expectations. I'll tell you what, if I get a blur airdrop, I am you know at least taking half of that and putting it straight in my bank account. It's hard to take free money these days in the in the bear. So I feel like it won't be the same as last fall when we got those airdrops kind of you know at the tail end of everything. But I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm a, a outlier here. I, I just I just want to ask. So for some clarification, I don't really trade NFTs all too much. The blur airdrop. I have those crates that they gave me, right? I opened those crates. I got whatever. Am I still participating in this airdrop or did I have to use the blur marketplace? So you'll from from my knowledge, so so don't quote me on this, but I'm like ninety-nine percent sure. There's two, there's two airdrops. So the first one is the ones you already have those care packages. And the second one is supposed to give you more care packages based on your listing and selling history on Blur. Gotcha. Yeah, they're kind of taking the looks rare approach and uh, rewarding people for listing, but they're not doing it actively like looks is. Um, There's just going to be, I think, a big lump sum, I think like pseudo is doing, but. Yeah, super interesting. I, I do think it's going to inject a little bit of um, opium and FOMO into the market. I'm just not sure how much. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of on the same page as you, PP. I, you know, the the market was super slow in October, and it's been even slower in November. And that's with people farming an airdrop. So if we didn't have this going on, I mean, God save us all. But 
you know, December is rolling <laughs> around and everybody's talking about going on that fun vacation. But I do think December might be a little more of an active month. I know I think a lot of people are going to be off from work. And, you know, most of us in this space like to spend a lot of our free time in front of our computers. Um, and I think it will get a similar um, instance to COVID where, you know, people will be spending two to three weeks home all day playing video games, trading NFTs, sitting in front of their screens, kind of looking at all these nice JPEGs they're priced out of, and then boom, that airdrop hits their wallet. So you'll have plenty of people like the child cashing some out, probably myself included, but, you know, I'll definitely be using some of those blur tokens to skip you know, as many little puzzles as I, I can. I you know, the child... to... oh, I'm sorry, bro. Yeah, the child says he's going to cash out. But I know the child. I know exactly what he's going to do. I I actually can't wait to get the airdrop, post on Twitter that I'm going to hold this for three, four years, and then 48 to 72 hours after I post that, maybe sell the airdrop once I see the chart going down. That's typically how I played them in the past. Uh, it's gotten me completely burned, and I've missed out on tremendous gains, but uh, I think third time's the charm. Yeah, tradition is tradition, right? Is this alpha... Yeah, are are these tokens or is there an NFT popping out of these care packages? <laughs> Again, that's don't a quote serious honest, question. I'm going to quote you. You're being tokens. quoted. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure they're tokens. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, so probably it's gonna play out like every other yeah. airdrop. What? While we're on the topic, Wilson, because you guys at Mint Media are plugged into this way more than I can ever be. When are we getting the MetaMask airdrop? I feel like that was teased 10, 20 years ago. I I wish I had an answer for that. And I I really hope, you know, sometime soon uh, we could really use that right now. But I, I that's all. It's just all rumors. I don't think anyone knows for sure. I think I they would, said it on a YouTube video. And I'm going to be very disappointed if it was all rumors because I have a lot of wallets that I played a lot of swapping fees on. I think the the best bet in the dark horse that nobody is talking about is that Blur is starting to become really successful. It did 40% of total NFT volume, and I think OpenSea did 39 over Thanksgiving or the Thanksgiving break in the weekend. So I think the three or four day stretch. But, you know, if Blur just overtakes OpenSea, which it kind of already is, um, especially with like the, the high end NFTs because of no fees. OpenSea is going to have to do something. And I mean, if OpenSea does some sort of airdrop, but, you know, this is all hopium, of course, but that would really kick something off. But, you know, I think that's our best bet um, compared to MetaMask. But that's just the opinion of a penguin with a backwards hat. Now, Wilson, here's a question. When will I finally make some money? <laughs> you know, that's going to be tough because, you know, as somebody who is their penguin, including myself, I think the only way to, to make money right now is by is by selling our identities, which, of course, we'll never do. So, you know, hopefully Luca's got a good licensing deal coming up for us. I condone uh, selling your penguin. Thank you. Yeah, I am going to release. This is the first time I'm announcing it, guys. I'm announcing my NFT project. They're digital knee pads that you can put on your avatar so you can go behind your local Wendy's and rustle up some liquidity. So uh, stay this tuned. Is for that. This All is a right, family yeah, show. This is a family show, agents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, that was out of pocket. 
<laughs> Wilson, we appreciate you, my friend. Uh, tell Chuck he missed out on the best uh, Mint Media uh, segment yet. God, man, what's going on, God, man? I figured I would introduce God, man, with auto-tune. It just seemed appropriate. What's up, God, man? Hi. Thanks for having me here. A hundred percent. How have you been? Um, good. Um, just chilling, trying to stay warm, stuff like that. <laughs> you, you're literally chilling with the pudgy penguins. Uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, I guess I'm not doing my best to stay warm when I'm surrounded by pink penguins. Right? <laughs> now, I've heard you say in the I've heard you say in the past that you love the pudgy penguins. Why is that? Well. The community is very, very cool. Like, I see you guys, like, if there is, there are very few NFT projects that I feel like really are community-driven and not just, like, pump-driven or hype. And I think Pudgy Penguins, from what I've seen, that's one of their this, these communities that are really just actually a community. There's a sense of identity, you know, just these this space is that we're having here it's a it's proof of that it's it's led by the community you know i know you are a very active member in whatever community you're in i remember the videos you made for my own <laughs> project so yeah it's very cool that you know you took the lead and then the you, the project itself kind of embraced it and yeah that's what community does wow um, Godman, that was very nice. And also, I'm looking at your PFP. You look exactly like Britney Spears. Yeah, like uh, around 1998, Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> um, PP, I mean, you know, he gave us the lowdown. He told us that he was, uh, you know, a part of your project from the start. He made some videos with you and, uh, and some memes and stuff like that. So, he actually gave me a little tour of your website. One of the most amazing, immaculate things I've ever seen, honestly. Uh, PP, let's dive into this. A hundred percent. I think, come in, I've heard your story a few times, and I think one of the most interesting things about it was you did all of this yourself, and um, you, you know, you built it, and you weren't expecting. You know, we're expecting the people to minute out, but it minute out way faster than you could possibly imagine. And I think um, I've seen NFT projects do this really well. And I think Pudgy did really well. is because it strikes a nerve of nostalgia. And your website really feels like you're on a Windows 95 computer. Um, how much time did that take to program uh, and get it just right? So, um, I... Um, well, the idea has been had been coming to me even before I actually started working on it. Um, there had been this sentiment that for a long time in me that I just wasn't, I'd been doing freelance work and doing all these websites for these companies. And there was, at some point, it just wasn't very challenging. I was just doing, you know, there was all these other tools that allowed you to create websites very quickly. And I felt like my job was redundant. I was just selling them bootstrap templates. And it was just, there was no challenge in that. And 
it wasn't their fault because I understand that that's how web design had evolved to become. It was every website was basically creating for devices that have various resolutions. So they had to go very minimalistic, which was a contrast to the kind of web design or, that actually attracted me into this craft in the first place. I grew up in the era of GeoCities, AngelFire, um, and then later MySpace, and then later Tumblr. And there was like high levels of customization and in, they went into those platforms, into those worlds that you built. And then seeing myself just creating like a plain white background with a burger menu. And I was just like, um, like, I, I don't know, like I was, I fell out of love with it. So I was already thinking like, I want to rescue this thing about me that draw, drew me into this, world of web development in the first place and you know reimagine recreate or reimagine what was back then and so obviously the first idea was to recreate my first computer which was a windows 95 and then a windows 98 that i used for the longest times and those were as problematic as they were they were very slow full of bugs very prone to viruses but that's as slow as they were i still did not lose my motivation even if it took hours to download a thing even if web search was frustrating i was still had incredible motivation to do the things and that's what i wanted to rescue by creating a nostalgic platform like having computer you know Gaman, i think one reason this project did so well when it did your art first off but you brought in a sense of nostalgia um, that we haven't experienced since Windows 95, Windows 98, because everything that we were doing was brand new to us and was just basically discovering everything. And you bring it into this world of discovery, you know, that we call Web3. And when people see this, they absolutely connect to it. And it just worked so well. Yeah. And also, I sensed... Um a trend uh, when when COVID hit. So the reason why we had to adjust the designs for to be very these very minimalistic designs was because people pe people were mostly com consuming these websites in their mobile devices. But I I started to feel like maybe the fact that we were staying at home and now using mostly our desktops rather than our phones, I thought there would be a shift there. And I thought that would allow for uh, greater flexibility and perhaps a renaissance in, in web design. And not only that, they say that um, trends uh, shift every 20 years or so. Or so the things that were cool 20 years ago will tend to come back eventually. So around 2018, 19, I was like, okay, we're going to have a YTK overload in the next very few years. So I better get going on creating my own thing. And yeah, 
that's what happened um after obviously after having computer launched many other projects did the same and obviously having computer isn't the same but i do notice an increase in projects or people in general just wanting to recreate the y2k aesthetic so it was a good like call i think on my behalf to do that <laughs> Not just because it was personally uh, emotional for me, but because I saw the trend kind of coming. Not not only was it a good call, it was kind of clairvoyant because even like looking at the uh, the Recur projects, they partnered up with all these cartoons from like that era that I grew up watching, Rugrats, um, you know, Hey Arnold, like just just crazy. So and and I'm I'm playing around on. I'm playing around on this website. It's very cool. Windows ninety Windows ninety five was was my first operating system, and uh, I learned basic HTML from MySpace. So it's sound, you know, having to have that super dope background with the music playing just right, so I could impress. Her name was Mallory Wiederspiel. We had math together in uh, in sixth grade. Um, I've never shared that before, dude. I remember Mallory. <laughs> Don't I'm tell kidding. her. <laughs> um, I think she's I'm in curious. this space. Yeah, see, listen, listen. I'm about to ramble into, like, nostalgia of my middle school years. Um, just playing like, around playing I around with this website, cute. man. It brings How me back. Yeah, like, look, you just went into my website, and you were thinking about Mallory. <laughs> I know. I know. And yeah. yeah that's I, exactly. I got to ask, playing around with this, are there Easter eggs in here? Oh, yeah. So that's the, first of all, the first Easter egg, you you hit the nail on the head. That's it. Is you go in there and suddenly you rescue within yourself a personal Easter egg about your life. And I'm sure Mallory was an Easter egg that you just uncovered. So that's one of them. <laughs> and well, there's plenty of them. I feel like if I revealed them, they're not Easter eggs anymore. Can I can I say my favorite one, God man? This is well known without. Yes, please. All right, agents, are you on the website right now? Yeah, I'm there. All right, click on the start menu. All right. And for those of you listening, if you want to follow along, it's heaven.computer in a web browser. And then click run, like you're about to type in something. All right. You can run, but you can't hide. All right. Instead of closing out of that window, just drag it all over the place and just keep dragging it. Wow, that's the solitaire glitch. Just keep going. Uh, so whoever's listening right now, heaven.computer, if you put that in your uh, Chrome or, or whatever uh, browser you have, you can experience this little trip that herself created. The coolest thing i ever seen. Computer. Well, it's almost like, yeah, heaven.computer. It's almost the, the website itself is a piece of art. Yeah. That's... So if, if you drag this error window long enough you get a blue blue screen of death. And I think I wanted to recreate that because I, like, I cannot tell you how many times I had that error. You know, like when the error window would pop and then you would try to get it out of the way, but you would leave a trail. Like that was incredibly frustrating. So I, I think I wanted to somehow give it a new meaning, like resignify it in my head, like by turning it into an art. <laughs> so oh, that's you why. <laughs> You want to talk nostalgia. The moment this blue screen popped up, I almost punched my fist through the computer. <laughs> it's a, so, yeah, it brings me back. Not just Mallory. It's the bad memories, too, Godman. You've created something here. 
Hey, At least we hey. know Mallory was a good memory now, right? Yeah, yeah. She broke my heart. You could DM me after where we can discuss this, agents. For now, yeah. Godman, epic, insane. At what age did you learn how to do all this stuff? So, okay. When I was like maybe eight or nine, I made my first web page by at like you like my technique was I would go into Internet Explorer and I would like click on a web page and like save web pages and and then at the time I did not have this appropriate software for that, so I used Word. So I saved I would save random web pages online and then edit them. So I that was my like I would say zero attempt at like using Word to edit. And then later I learned about um front page, Microsoft front page, uh, macro media dreamweaver. I, I like I'm gonna I'm so giving away my age right now because but I was very young like I'm I'm talking like prodigy status like I'm not that old but yeah these are the very ancient softwares I started using <laughs> um, and then obviously from front page I use front page to create like um, websites I the first website I remember having is called over the moon and it's the 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 main was over dash t the dash moon dot cjb dot net but sadly it's not on the wayback machine in case you're thinking of going there I've tried but that's the first website I have recollection of creating over the moon it was going to be a web comic that I that I would draw using those pixel dolls that were very popular at the time. Yeah, so yeah, that's kind of how I started. It just went downhill from there. One thing I love is you didn't take the easy approach. Once this thing minted out and um, left a lot of ETH in your wallet, uh, you didn't stop working on it. You've turned it into its own world. Uh, you've made a God Observer. Um, and I remember when you were first telling me, um, spilling some alpha, you know, to me about what God Observer was going to be. I was freaking out as a video guy. Um, tell people what God Observer is and how it actually works. Um, well, first, I didn't stop working on it because while the ETH is great, it's amazing, but it's not the end goal. The end goal for me was to have, you know, this, this environment in which I can create and still support myself and have people who genuinely enjoy what I do, who who genuinely get positive experiences, like, for example, Mallory, from the things I create. And, you know, that was the end goal, being able to have that environment and that people who appreciate it, because I've always done things very much on my own. I've created so many bodies of work that never saw the light of day that just put it in the drawer and no one ever saw so now I feel very confident to put my art and my projects out and and because I have a following that are very that are very excited to you know see what I'm doing next and then hopefully even pay for it um yeah I can't tell I can tell you on one hand how many NFT projects I revisit their website after minting or even holding the NFT. 
And I would probably put having computers at the top because you're constantly updating it and constantly adding new stuff, new Easter eggs. Uh, one of my favorite things on there is the Mall of Tortured Souls. This is incredible. Um, it is a, if you're on the website, it, I'm walking around in it now. It is a first person shooter. It's not a shooter, but you basically explore a abandoned mall. And the thing I find the most interesting about this gun, and you find uh, ghosts, which is what you call them. The thing I find the most interesting about this gun, man, is I was I had you on spaces previously, and you told me that the music in here is something you actually crafted too. So you're totally, you know, tipping into the nostalgia overload on your website uh, with first person shooter, uh, and you can you even hear like little IRC chat notifications. Um, yeah, for kids who grew up in the 90s or early 2000s, uh, this is like one of my favorite bookmarks to go to when you're just feeling down or just want to feel like a little nostalgia trip. And there's even a room, and I'm looking at it right now. It's got my name on the wall. You have everyone who's in your Discord um, on the room, like on the wall in the room. It's really cool. Yeah. So this is like a game, but it's supposed to be more like of an immersive experience so for me creating this song myself was very important because there were elements that I wanted to add to it that no stock music would have so for example I took the idea was to the soundtrack to make it feel like you were inside a mall ad from the dot-com bubble era so I got a lot of actual samples from the dot-com bubble era um ads so if you pay attention there are yeah um a lot of easter eggs in this song as well because yeah it kind of feels like as it, as you're browsing the stores you get like one ad from one song from one store and then another store you get another ad to make you feel very immersive so yeah but yeah that's just one <laughs> of the apps in the website Dude, I mean, PP's going through this, this, uh, the Mall of Souls and all that. I'm, I'm over here playing solitaire, man, and just, hey. just playing because my parents would not get a dial-up internet connection, <laughs> and like all I had, and it was still amazing. I didn't even have video games. Was solitaire, Minesweeper, and I think two years after we got the computer, I got uh, Red Alert, Command and Conquer. Or Command and Conquer Red Alert, but uh, even even uh, the the background of the cards um, in the solitaire, I, I'm assuming you drew those too. Um, those are also you can change them if you go on the edit, um, in the toolbar on top. Oh yeah, you... yeah, yeah, I got it here. Yeah. Also on Minesweeper or Ghost Sweeper rug mode is on by default that's supposed to be a easter egg but a lot of people cannot figure it out so i should just probably say that yeah <laughs> i was that idiot guy man go ahead and call me out because I, I was playing that uh, the other day on spaces i was like come in like i must really suck at minesweeper because i can't every single first move and she was laughing and said oh you have to turn off rug mode no, that's on but it's as the developer as the person who coded the website and designed the whole thing 
I find that, you know, going to those buttons on the toolbar there are just like the first instinct of every user, but it's not. And that's one thing you learn with UI and UX, that the thing you design is not what the user is going to do. It's not. So, yeah, I have, it's not, you're not stupid. A lot of people actually had a hard time finding that rug mode button there. <laughs> you know, um, growing up in this era, you know, computers now is pretty self-explanatory. They give you a lot of power to do what you want, but the tools back in the day didn't give you the power to like do what you want to do and build what you want to build. So you really had to use your creativity to like really get close to what you want. And I think you did a really good job here by having people explore and basically craft their own story because this is the way computers were back in the day. You just, you had what you had and you just explored everything. You clicked on everything until you broke it a thousand times. Uh, but now, you know, everything's just like in your face simple and you don't have that. And so if you didn't grow up with it, I, I'm not saying, you know, Young kids are stupid or anything, but I'm just saying, like, you know, we're kind of smarter than you are. You young so, whippersnappers, how dare you? So I, I love also that the website is accessible to folks who don't necessarily own the NFT and can play around with it and uh, can, you know, explore the games, things like that. But I am curious if owning the NFT gives you any additional access to the website or unique utility, that kind of thing. Um, well, last year I did a Halloween drop where you would, you, would, you would get like a CD-ROM that you could use to unlock certain things that were hidden in the website. But since the airdrop is no longer active, I've removed the benefits for that one token. So now everything is accessible by anyone. However, I do want to have new CD-ROM airdrops that will grant access to new exclusive things for That's example super interesting. i like that so for example the most recent collection is god observer and god observer is this audiovisual experiment in which well it's hard to put it in simple terms because i i just I wanted to incorporate all these elements that I like, for example, astronomical data, uh, audio editing, video editing. And then I did a whole mishmash and I came up with this algorithm that would, you know, basically use all, all astronomical data to glitch the data of a video in order to transform it into audio, then transform it back into video. And then the outcome is what you see. And I, there's many layers of glitch into it. And if you didn't understand, I understand. But, you know, the thing is, the the idea, the inter the, what I wanted to do with this token is that it was it's supposed to be interactive, right? You would go on the website and there is this application called God Remixer. And then you open your God Observer in the God Remixer. And then you can play around with its video. And with the sound that cre that is generated from the video, so for example, the colors in the video will put out a pitch for the lead synth in the song that's coming out of the remixer. 
So if you change the color, it would change the pitch of the song. So as you play around with the audio or the video, you get different outcomes. However, you cannot yet mint that outcome because it's in... I think I wrote that it's a free trial mode. <laughs> and that's how I, I created a teaser for the future airdrop CD-ROM that I'm going to do. So I'm going to airdrop a CD-ROM that will give people the full version for this app that actually allows you to save the outcome, aka mint it or... Yeah. So this is uh, for the future. Right now, God Observers do minting, and we'll, I'm going to wait it uh, wait it out a bit to see if I, we get more mints. If not, we will close the mint, and then I will give the airdrop. But yeah, that's just so you guys know, that's going to be a possibility. But for now, you can already remix, just not save the outcome. Sweet stuff. And <laughs> outside of outside like not to get a little philosophical or or dive too deep off tangent but again i'm just blown away by this website and the nostalgia waves that are hitting me and it felt like even 10 years ago websites were more unique and had their own personality like this website has personality and it's like almost everything's becoming so ubiquitous. It's like it's like the web's getting centralized into five key players. Every single shopping store is just a Shopify template, right? Or a WordPress template. Um, I feel like websites don't have character. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I 100% agree. And that is that is exactly how I mentioned in the beginning the the motivation that came from first creating having computer and then within having computer have these like websites within a website. So you have having computer, the main platform that is like emulating an OS. And then you have Ghost software, for example, which is one website. And then you have God Observer, which is another website. And Fun fact, these are actually all rec recreations of actual websites I used to make back in the day. Um, and there's like, some, like if you were active in, in creating websites back in the day, there are several, like, for example, if you go on God Observer website, you have these buttons, buttons in the bottom that is back in the day people would put those buttons to like either identify like which browser was the best that the website was best viewed in or which bands they like so you know to re really recreate that I put the buttons there and one of them say this is an uh, anti-frames website but if you look at the layout of that website you know that it cannot be recreated without frames back then at the time so it's kind of like a tongue-in-cheek wave. Um, this was during the browser wars era that, you know, certain browsers supported frames and others don't. So web designers were very passionate about because if you're using frames, you're automatically endorsing a specific browser. But, you know, if you were endorsing e Internet Explorer and not Netscape, you were not hanging out with the cool people back then. <laughs> 
Gamet. You if you only know if you lived back then, you know. I totally remember that. You actually just gave me an interesting idea, and if you think it's a stupid idea, feel free to shoot me down. It won't hurt my feelings at all. So you in, you said something about people being able to like go to websites with like a browser within the browser. Um, have you ever thought about doing an NFT drop, maybe an airdrop to people who have ghosts that are basically NFTs that you call them servers or GeoCity sites or whatever. And then basically they can take that NFT and when they mint it, they can edit the metadata on it continuously to basically update their own website in the heaven computer universe. So when you go, <laughs> when you go to heaven.computer, you can go to a web browser and see all of these interesting uh, websites that people have made and each and every single website is an NFT with metadata. Um, so you, someone made a Google on um, have a computer. They could sell that NFT for whatever. I don't know. Interesting thought. I'm a kind of a mouth breather when it comes to that. So, um, I know I, it sounds like you're telling me you're suggesting that I create some sort of geo cities on chain. Yeah. And I, uh, <laughs> kind of. This idea sounds familiar. I'm not sure if someone actually pitched it to me or someone actually did something like that. Um, I have to look into it, but yeah, it does sound like a good idea. <laughs> it was probably P.P. McGee who pitched it. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I think of stuff and forget. He loves Heaven Computer. I do love Heaven Computer. Other than Pudgies, it's my favorite NFT. Thank you. You were very instrumental in making it successful very in the beginning. Like I I was I was completely oblivious to the fact that you needed marketing to make it in this business. So I just thought I could just make a cool website and then just wing it. Uh well I, I kinda did. I just made a cool website and then put it out in the world and then the world thankfully embraced it. But I don't think it would have reached the levels it it reached if it wasn't for the hardcore meme team voluntarily putting out amazing content. And one of those very active meme team members was PP McGee putting out these crazy videos. Never got paid other than with my own with my love. <laughs> so I appreciated PP. Very much. <laughs> hey, watch out! He's gonna he's gonna feel really good about himself, and uh, yeah, we, we gotta keep him we gotta keep him humble. I'm saving yeah. that sound clip. That's uh, being posted everywhere. No, God, man, it, it's one of those things where I think that's one of the cool things about Web three is, um, you know, you have a lot of creative people in this space, and when they get a nostalgia bite from something or they get something that they're super passionate about, uh, they'll pour their love into it and just constantly pump out content and just you know put their heart and soul into it just like you did um so i think that's one of the cool things that web 3 offers that web 2 doesn't um yeah yeah frankly like you know going back to my roots as so i you know if you remember geocities and these things they were very community driven you know you had these like area 51 you had um, I can't remember the other ones, but you had like different areas. Like that's why they were called cities. And then within those cities, you had communities and you can go explore other browse, other blogs that were uh, inside your vicinity, let's say. And so having grown up in this 
or really organic community a lot and it's in like i pay someone to you know be a community manager and inorganic i don't even know how inorganically it would work because i've never considered that to me the only thing that feels natural as if it happens organically and that comes at the expense of my project being very small and perhaps a very small community not i'm not forcing people to wear the ghosts as their profile pick not implying that people who wear their profile pics from a specific project are being forced to but I do know that a lot of communities or I don't know projects offer incentives for you to use the your token as a profile pic but that was never something I wanted to do and I never wanted to do any of those things I wanted it all to happen organically and I do my best to let it happen go with the flow and yeah one of the things I have to thank is PP's work and and also being here right now, being given the opportunity to be exposed to this very strong community that are the penguins. You the are penguins welcome make, here. Like the <laughs> penguins make a noise. They make like... It's a... Uh, new Agent, you got the soundboard. It's... Newt, 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 newt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess that we can all say one takeaway from this is that PP McGee is just such a supportive friend, such a good person. And just a sweetheart overall. For the love of God, there's Holy... not enough room on this space if his head gets I'm any gonna bigger. I'm going to cry, you guys. Hey, I'm going to save these sound bites and just send them to my wife <laughs> on the daily. Uh, thank you, guys. Really means a lot. Uh, I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't for uh, everyone in Pudgy and everyone in Heaven Computer. It's uh, both extremely, uh, I would say, Two of the most passionate projects uh, in the space, for sure. PP, was Heaven Computer one of your your first projects? Because I think the first time I Dude, stumbled on across it. your profile, <laughs> you were they were filled oh. with these things. Yeah, so I think Pudgy was probably my first that I went you know off the deep end. Uh, but Heaven Computer is one of those ones where, like, a year or two before, like I just I bought a bunch of ETH and the Bear, and I was like, I'm not spending ETH on NFTs. I think these are the stupidest things ever. I totally didn't get it. Uh, but Pudgy then. Yeah, I know. Pudgy <laughs> Penguins totally red-pilled me. And then um, I saw Heaven Computer being shared around. And like when I went to the website, I was like, done. I think I'm into like 20. Um, and just fell in love with the project. And that was before I even had a chance to talk to Godman. Um, and so like learning about her personality and like her as a person has really made me grow to love it even more. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for the people that minted and held their mints because especially like I have a lot of respect for everyone who held, but especially those who minted because at the time, all signs pointed to it being a rug. And I didn't know, like, obviously, as a developer, I wanted to make people feel as comfortable as possible. But, you know, as well versed as I was in the technology behind it, I made I had basically zero to no, like no knowledge at all in in the in the marketing department of NFT. So I didn't think like to create a certain presence before launching the project. I just launched. I deployed the contract, and you know, within minutes, it was in several Telegram and Discord groups and whatever, whatever. So yeah. As 
that's yeah. one thing I that's one thing I remember is like you did not expect this to like go as crazy and hard as it did. And like all these people were in the Discord and you were just basically trying to fix everything. Um because I think it kind of overloaded the servers that you had set up. And uh I think that's where some of the best memes were born was in those is this a rug or not? Um everyone was just having fun and man, like total nostalgia yeah. just thinking about back to that meant. So this is really embarrassing to admit, but I was using like free tier Amazon EC2 instances because, well, first of all, I was poor at the time. And second of all, I didn't even think I was going to make any money from it. So I didn't think to invest on, on better instances. So that's why my server got wrecked because I had literally um, free tier infrastructure and, you know, as people were speculating and growing wild in the Discord, the first Discord got literally nuked because we had to nuke it because the, it was just being raided and people spamming. And meanwhile, the person who had actually created that wasn't me had, that had created the Discord went to sleep and I was there trying to get my service back up. Meanwhile, I was trying to moderate a community, a Discord that wasn't mine to, to moderate so we had to create a new Discord. But yeah, amidst all this chaos, there was I subscribing to a new Amazon, <laughs> a paid Amazon plan. <laughs> you know, getting figuring out how to get the servers back up. Going on the voice chat to ensure, hi people, this is not a rug. And yes, I'm a female, get over it. And answering like, what's your BMI questions and all this shit like that. <laughs> It's it's one of the it's like one of the most twenty twenty one NFT bull run stories I've ever heard. Um, Dude, just because, yeah, like, that's like just, nostalgia in of itself. This must have been August September of twenty twenty one. Utter chaos daily. It was yeah, crazy. Dude, the, that was like the purest form of NFT degening. You know, you really didn't know what you were gonna get out of the box. But uh, also. You know is like I feel like up until that point my my website was one of the most high effort websites and the fact that that was the thing that tipped people off to think that nah, this must be a rug <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's funny like yeah. why would I put all this effort into putting creating a rug but well I remember there were all of these rumors on like who is God man like we thought it was like some like infamous rugger um but yeah, turns out you're way more than that. One of the things you brought up just a second ago, like you're a female and you did everything. And one thing that really like ground my gears last year was like everyone was hyping up these quote unquote female led projects. And like yours always seemed to be off the list. And like I would always correct everybody. It's like, no, you've got to go check out Heaven Computer. Not only is it a female led project, it is like one of the best projects in the space. So, um, you know, because they, what they meant by female-led wasn't like actually that there was actually led by a woman or that there was even a majority of women on the team. What they meant was all characters are female. And I feel like that was probably a narrative created by men because they knew that for as long as people were hyping up female characters, they wouldn't be searching for female developers to actually support and when I came out and started saying like, oh, my project's the first Ethereum project that is all that is entirely created by a female, which 
you know, as far as I'm aware is true, but there were people being like, oh, you shouldn't say that because you don't know if, if there are other women with obscure projects that you never heard of. But when it was men, when it was like fame ladies, infa infamous ladies, whatever it's called, no, like they were just like saying it very confidently, right? So because men have no fear of erasing women. Me, in my fear of actually potentially erasing a woman that I may not have heard of, I never used to, that to claim, oh, my project's the first Ethereum actually female-led project. I never used that because I had this fear, but the men that were marketing these other projects didn't have these fears, so they actually came out ahead of me in the female-led Meta, but you know, also, uh, you know, as my own principle, I also don't want to be, I don't want people to pity purchase my project. I don't want them to buy it because I'm from a third world country. I don't want them to buy it because I'm a woman. I don't want them to buy it because I'm of color. I want them to buy it for, for all these reasons that we were discussing before, because it brings you these nostalgic feelings. You, you are passionate about it, and etc. And That's what I want to be ultimately acknowledged for, not being the first woman or the person with vagina to do whatever. Yeah, you had agents on a uh, nostalgia train thinking about his first uh, AOL Instant Messenger love uh, right when you loaded the website, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't ask me what my AOL Instant Messenger name was. No, that's not the then... important question. The important question was what was <laughs> your away that... message? Guys, how is America online? It did not exist outside of America. I did have ICQ, though. <laughs> I you don't guys didn't have AIM? That's what we all called it, AIM. AOL I, Instant Messenger. When I shoot it at a basket, sometimes I get it right, but my AIM is really bad. <laughs> I still... I still well. Do you really? Yeah, so, my email is actually Joe Moose 1998 Everybody spam at his email account if anybody wants to send me an email. Yeah, pin that to the top agents. Um, dude, <laughs> dude, I have the uh, the door closing away message sound effect like burned into my memory from from going away on AOL. And what was my away message? It changed with the times. I was a mysterious person. You know, I wanted to leave that little bit of mystique. What is he doing? Is he really off crying? Uh, yeah, you're normally off crying though, aren't you? Normally, like this is a for, good <laughs> for the new people in the audience. We are talking with Godman from Heaven Computer. Uh, reach down on that uh, right hand side of your screen, the little purple button. It may be blue because Moose is hosting. Come on, Moose, get with the program. Uh, retweet this space. Uh, tag a friend. Tag Loomdark. You know uh, that worked last time uh because godman's a very interesting person i always love talking to godman um godman has there ever so, has, has there been I, any easter eggs like no one's found yet on heaven computer um sorry before i answer this question i just want to say something that just sparked in my brain right now and if i don't get it out i will probably forget it but it's very important i forgot fuck okay what was the question again <laughs> oh my god that is it. The, it sounded god. important <laughs> that, you lifted us up and dropped I, us. i'm on the edge of my seat i have popcorn in <laughs> no, my it's never i just want to say there's something extremely bullish on the way for having computer 
and it's very bullish but it's like it's i probably won't be able to reveal it for the next uh month or two but i'm telling you guys it's extremely bullish so stay tuned <laughs> are you hey there's only us? like 40 40 of your newest close friends on our space right now there's nothing uh nothing stopping you from dropping some alpha yeah well you have no idea how hard it is for me to have a filter, but I'm <laughs> I'm really practicing it on this one. Well, well I'll support you in that then. Uh, I'll stay tuned. Speaking of bullish, uh, God, man, um, I think bullish uh, is actually coined from Heaven Computer. I always have told people that because of the ghost and the boo and uh, the way you say bullish. I think everyone just like started using bullish. Uh, and it became kind of a, like a nod to having computer. And I think one of my favorite things about it, honestly. God, man. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Do you Hello. Hear me? Yeah. Yeah. We hear you. What's up? Yeah. God, man, you need to start working at Twitter. Man, because they need they need help with their spaces infrastructure. I actually thought about applying like for real, but then I saw the people he hired, and I saw I didn't fit the profile. I'm not an Asian man enough. <laughs> uh, speaking of bullish, I see our friend Luca Nets uh, down in the audience. He posted a picture of what looks like to be pudgy penguin toys that are coming out, and I think. Uh, that's all I see over my timeline right now. Um, yeah, they look incredible. I'm super excited about those. And I know my kids are. When when having computer collectibles. Yeah, so I think you asked me about bullish, right? So that's, Yes. To my recollection, it started like on the first voice chat, like when everyone was screaming rug on the Discord and I had to, you know pop up there and like do some damage control some firefighting because people were literally lighting shit on fire all mostly so i had to go there and be like hi i'm godman i'm a developer of this project this is my voice i'm not gonna dox myself yet but i hope this will give you more trust in my project and then i said something bullish and i think people thought the way i said it was funny and that became a thing is it, is it, how do you pronounce it actually? Bullish. Um, well, you're asking the wrong person because I'm from Alabama and everything sounds weird that I say that. So uh, my pronunciation would be bullish, but uh, I like yours way better. I'm yeah, from I New like York and everything sounds like a curse word. So <laughs> I'm a fan of bullish. I like that. I do too. I don't know. As far as I'm aware, I'm pronouncing it just like everyone else. But... Well, well, I hope you tell people that it was it started with having computer because oh, it I do. The- <laughs> uh, it's one of those things too. Is like most of my friends in Web three either came from Pudgy Penguins or having computer. Actually, uh, the artist of Nincat, he was one of our guests a, a few weeks ago, and he popped up here, uh, Chris. And I was like, dude, I I had no idea you were the artist of Mean uh, Nincat. Um, and we were just talking the heaven computer discord and carrying on making memes together. And, uh, it really brought a lot of people together. I see flip Drago down there. I think 
even though he mended the left-facing penguin, I'm pretty sure I met him in Heaven Computer. So, yeah, it's just the community there is fantastic. Isn't it funny how small things were, like, last year? Like, I can I can directly trace all of my connections in, in the NFT world uh, right back to, like, one or two projects like that. Yeah. And then, you know, there's all these new influencers that they're supposed to be famous because they have large followings and they're quote-unquote influencers. But then you're like, where the fuck was this person last year? Like, how did they come out of the woodwork and are influencing people now? It's so bizarre how it just grew and exponentially, really. You're yeah, talking I mean, about Sheila Villain, right? Well, I, I said it was it was supposed to be subtext, but... Yeah, no, I, I'll totally call him out. Uh, Alex, come on as a guest. I'd love to grill you. Um, Godman, uh, do you care if I bring up people from the audience? Because I know a few pingos that would love to ask you some questions. Yeah, sure. Cool. This guy's been so patient. Yeah, Polly. Really, Polly, Polly, please tell me you have a question, <laughs> and we're not just waiting to get on a stage and chill. Sorry, what? No, I'm actually here listening to this entire story, and uh, honestly, poking around on the website. So, this is very, very new to me, but intriguing. You get you. you get waves of nostalgia from it. I mean, honestly, I'm a bit too young to be able to say that I get nostalgia from it, but I can totally get the way back machine vibes to it. You know, sometimes I would browse older websites like you know Apple.com, and I would see how it was back in the '90s. So it is quite curious to see this kind of style. And I genuinely do agree with the fact that it seems that everyone does use the same kind of boiler templates, especially with these new websites like Wix.com and stuff like that. It's just literally a cookie cutter template. Yeah, exactly. But I do see I do see a lot of people sharing the sentiment and then also becoming more creative with their websites as well. Oh, honestly, I love that. Creativity is really important in this space. And I think what NFTs have allowed is that they've also allowed a lot of artists to come out of the woodwork and really express themselves. So it's really, really fascinating to watch because on one side, we have an absolute meltdown that's happening with, for example, FTX. But on the other end, we still have, you know, the creators, the creative people who still keep going on, especially with NFTs, with all the doubt that was sown, right? Yeah, because, you know, the thing is, art is very underestimated and creatives are very underestimated. But when things are not profitable anymore, they are the only ones that keep building, not not because of profits, but out of necessity. So, yeah, I that's the thing now with also Web 2 and Web 3. And it's reflected, I think, on this renaissance that we are experiencing of web design, at least in my opinion. I am so excited for the future. I mean, already now what's unraveling 
in front of our eyes is incredible, but uh, it's going to be really interesting to see five years or 10 years ahead what's to come. It's just going to be crazy. I don't know if VR will have anything to do with it, but as much as I don't like meta, they are betting on it as well. So it's just a matter of fact, really, to see what happens, right? Yeah, I do see the future becoming more immersive, whether it's VR or other technology that will come, I don't know, maybe like, imagine like smell sensors, like you can go and you go to a lavender field and then you can smell it, for example. Uh, I do feel like the future is going to be more and more immersive experiences and I created with Heaven Computer what the technology of today allowed me to create when it comes to immersiveness and I see the demand for it when people are like wow this is great and so I do feel like that could be the future. I will say I got rugged before NFTs uh, with a Kickstarter project called Feel Real VR and what it was was a um, thing that you attach to the bottom of your VR headset, and it would basically pump out smells that were basically vape capsules. And, you know, I didn't care about uh, potentially killing myself. I just wanted to smell grass when I was playing, um, <laughs> like, whatever, Skyrim VR or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I, they got banned by the FDA, and they couldn't deliver a product, and they didn't do, uh, didn't do refunds. So that was cool. Uh, Polly Mayor, Mayor Bit, uh, thank you, dude. Uh, Sonara, what's up? Hey, hey, everyone. Hi. Sonora, hi, Godman. Hi, Sonora. Um, yeah, Godman. Uh, I love your work. Um, you're a baddie. Um, I was wondering. Um, oh my God! So it reminds me of like MySpace days, right? Because um, like the aesthetic and like. If you had autoplay, like what would be on your soundtrack or your, like your your like MySpace playlist for Heaven Computer? Oh, I don't know for Heaven Computer, but I will tell you one song that I had a lot in my MySpace back in the time, and it was "After Hours" by Velvet Under. Oh, yeah, Velvet Underground. Nice. Nico and Velvet Underground. Yeah. That was, it's such a wee tune, like I'm a bit embarrassed by it, but that's what I had on my MySpace page back in the time, back in the day. <laughs> MySpace be brings up so many memories because it's like one of those things where to make it look cool, to be the cool kid with the designer, quote unquote, MySpace, you basically had to learn HTML code or copy and paste, but like to make it your own, you had to learn HTML code. Uh, you know, I had top eight, but I changed that to like top sixteen. Tom was never in there. Um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of fun on that website. You had to work for it. It wasn't just given. To yeah, you. but it's funny you mentioned the top friends because my friend group disintegrated over over that little feature. You didn't put me in your top friends. You removed me from your top friends. It was a very interesting social experiment. Yeah, if oh. you're dating, if you're dating someone, they had to be number one, and if you ever moved them to like number two, they question your motives. Um, yeah, MySpace. Tom so really my, sold the top on that. I will say. One of my favorite memories from MySpace, though, is that there was this emo band that I liked. Their their name is Colin Open Bracket, and I made a MySpace layout for them, and I just like 
message them the code and everything, not not expecting them to use it, but they actually use the, the layout that I made for them. So that's really cool. Shout out to Colin Open Bracket. They're probably not active anymore because Emo's not so cool, but maybe in a couple of years since Emo's probably doing a comeback with the 20-year cycle. So who knows? Well, God, man, you're <laughs> never going to believe... the same person. I did the same shit, dude. <laughs> I would make like messages layouts for people. God, man, you're never going <laughs> to believe this, but coming to the stage right now is Brendan from Colin Open Bracket. Brendan, welcome Woo! to the stage. <laughs> well, I don't think he's from Colin Open Bracket. Oh. He's like some like bangs and like purple highlights on his hair. Sorry about that, Brendan. What's Gosh up? darn you, PP. I thought we were having a moment. You really, you really sold that well. Brendan, what's up, man? What's happening, guys? Everything. What about you, man? <laughs> Let's fucking go. We chillin', boys. Finish work. You got anything you want to chat with uh, God Man about? Jump man, jump man, jump man. This man up to something. Yeah, totally get it, man. Uh, thanks for joining, Brendan. That was Brendan, everybody. Um. <laughs> always a good time that guy Dude, that was ep time. episode six of chilling and that was our first guest who like didn't have a question just wanted to come up and just sing jump man so congratulations god man uh you're the winner yeah good vibes all around if you anyone wants to come here and freestyle while we close the room that'd be oh my gosh please do <laughs> i want to get leo went up here leo and if you can speak i would love for you to talk to god man because i think and i'm i'm you know, I'm not part of the Pingu Princesses, but uh, we have this community called Pingu Princesses, and I think you would be an excellent honorary member. Or, you know, if you need a little pudgy, I may be able to help you out in that department too. Leowen, are you here? Never mind. Sorry, Leowen. Uh, she is, uh, I remember her from the very early days of Heaven Computer as well. So, yeah, like I mentioned, I have some very loyal followers inside the Pudgy Penguin community. So, very thankful for that. 100%. I saw Brennan was going to come back up here, but I guess you guys decided nah, not nah, to. No second chances. <laughs> Every, everybody gets one. You get right. one, you mess it up, you're out. Lewin's here, Hi. though. Hello. Hey, what's up, Leo? I love this space. It was really good to hear Godman speak, and it was nice to know that PP was such an early, you know, fan, and also like just really good at um, basically putting Godman into people's minds. You know, when they were talking about women devs and stuff like that, and Godman was always kind of, you know, just forgotten for some whatever reason. You know, usually those things don't happen by you know there's a reason behind it so it was really good to hear that you were sort of by her side and and shining a light on her that's beautiful yeah that's true thank you for that pp 100 percent. seriously when i have to call you pp but thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the reasons i that's one of the reasons i uh made my name the way that i did 
Uh, it's really fun at in-person events because I walk up to my, like, whoever I'm meeting and introduce myself as PP. Yeah. And they either get really excited to meet me or they are really confused. And both interactions are worth it. <laughs> That's awesome. I've been carrying your business card around in my wallet and telling people I'm you. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. You're I much love, better looking PP. I love saying like PP, like he's awesome. Like he's a big guy <laughs> within the Pinewood community. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, you can have like PP. so many faux pas using that, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. What's up? Are you big? Are you a big guy? <laughs> His wife is a penguin princess. I think she said something like that. What Ooh. are we talking about, guys? <laughs> you can't. You can't just come on a public space and start talking about a guy's penguin. All right, all right. I'll step down. It's pudgy hour, by the way. Yes, uh, I saw. And less than seventy-two hours, we'll be celebrating uh, pudgy. Pudgy hour live in person. That's crazy. well. Less than less than forty eight. We'll be celebrating Pudgy Hour uh, when the Sotheby's uh, auction ends. And Godman, what was your favorite? Um, What's your second favorite emo band? Because there's a lot of emo on MySpace. Oh, they were not the most the my favorite band at all. Call an open bracket. They were just the most available. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was that was the interesting thing about MySpace. It was like the first time you could talk to these, would, these brands and celebrities. Yeah, that was that's so. Like, I, I actually chatted with so many independent artists whose music I like because I would just randomly DM them and be like, "Hi, I like your music," and they're like, "Yeah, thanks." <laughs> and that's what I like about. Web, like web 3 as well i've been able to connect with so many of generative artists who's who i had no idea who they were as people but i was only familiar with their work so it's pretty cool yeah 100 um nick t what is up nick the uh the bassist of calling open bracket nick t welcome to the stage what's up man What's up, guys? I'm just driving home. I just had one question for uh, Godman. I know Heaven's your baby. Do you happen to hold any other projects or just more of a founder? Um, so I actually, I don't like answering this question because I do have a secret wallet with um, some very rare picks. <laughs> And I don't want it to be traced back because I actually have my full name in ENS in that wallet, which is really dumb because even if I remove it, it will always be there. So I can never dox that wallet. Anyway, stupid choice I made years ago before I realized we're all supposed to be anonymous here. <laughs> PP actually is my real name, so I totally get it. Oh, it's no way. Yeah, my no. name is actually, actually Agents. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm in. But yeah, I have my full name as an ENS domain in this wallet. So I avoid really talking about which projects I hold. Are not, there are not many, but I do hold a few good ones that I never sold. I'm not a seller. I don't like flipping NFTs. I never sold one, actually. <laughs> I think I, yeah, I think I kept every every single one that I bought, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm just a long-term buyer and bag holder. The only, I've only sold one NFT for a profit. It was a little pudgy, and then I, I went ahead, and a week later, I got a big one. So, 
Let's go. We love our Lils, though. Let's go. So Congratulations Godman, on your financial girth, sir. Godman, the what's Lils your are a favorite? gateway drug. They really Godman, are. What's your favorite pudgy penguin trait, and why is it the cucumber eyes? Honestly, pathetic, Moose. Pathetic. Everything, you guys. Like, you know, take care of your eyes. You know, especially around the eye area. The skin there is very sensitive. Apply eye cream and then put, like, the the cucumber. And then you're good to go. Thank you. Can you say cucumber <laughs> for me one more time? Cucumba. Love it. It's like that guy in that video. You guys don't, you never seen this meme? The cucumber. I have not. I need to find oh. it immediately. Oh, it's a Jamaican guy. He made me love cucumba. Like I didn't like it at all. Like, but since he he hyped it up so much, and I'm like, I need some cucumba. Sorry for that. And I think everyone's like looking up Jamaican guy cucumba. <laughs> all you hear is the clacking of keyboards furiously typing away. How do I spell cucumba? I can't find it. What what is this? Cucumber. I cannot even pronounce cucumber. cucumber or correct. Vitamins, minerals, very high number, silica, here and nails get longer. Other vitamins make your bones them stronger. Anti-wrinkle make you look younger. Hmm. 95% water, kidney cleanser, great hydrator, detox fiber, good regulator. Give your body good things. Don't be a traitor. Get the cucumber, cut it in a slice, put it in a jug of water overnight. You know what you get for a fraction of the price? Energy drink full of electrolyte. Roaring salad is one of the user as a base for your vegetable juice. Another surprise for a slice on your eyes. Take away the dryness. Revitalize. Oh, yes. One thing I have left. Cucumber can also help with bad breath. Wash away the bacteria that cause the odor. Cucumber water instead of soda. A Maccabee Medical Monday. Cucumber. Cucumber. You just changed my life. Yeah, man. I want you to know that. Uh... What was oh, your say? One of the best. <laughs> Sorry, I have to keep doing this. What was the name of that band you really liked? Call an open bracket. Well, coming to the stage, we have Big Sauce from Call an Open Bracket. Welcome, Big Sauce. Not the Big Sauce. Got, then actually, that is my real name, Big, first name, last name, Sauce. <laughs> How has nobody ever heard that cucumber thing before? That's yeah, dude. <laughs> you, you know it, right? Thank you. Yeah, no, I like I have seen that like five years ago. It's been around for a minute. It's gonna be a PSA for cucumba. Like every kid will want to eat cucumba now. And, it, and it, I you know, can't it pronounce made... it anymore. Like, what is it? Cucumba? Cucumber? I don't know. It sounds dumb. Cucumba. I mean, I didn't know how good it was for you. You really hit every single benefit there but you know i just wanted to pop in and say just uh bought my first low pudgy last night and then i got another one just now with a little fishing pole to match so just wanted to pop in and say what's up to everybody welcome to the huddle big sauce if you yeah if you're in the space i throw this guy a follow i just followed you big sauce uh and follow godman great follow yeah, uh, I don't have any questions for you, Godman. I kind of popped in here late, saw people were asking you stuff, but I'm definitely going to throw you a follow, and it's good to be here, guys. I'm, you know, hopefully going to get a thing in one of these days soon. I'm pretty new to the space, so still, still growing and doing my thing. Hey, Sauce, can I give you some alpha that'll keep you up at night staring at a computer? 
and yeah. and send in DMs off. Give it to me. Matching serial numbers. The big what? pudgies minted the little pudgies with matching serial numbers, and they also got an egg, which later birthed into the glorious NFT known as the Pudgy Rods. Also uh, had uh, matching serial numbers. So all 8,888 penguins have a matching little pudgy with the same number. If they've been minted yet, there's big pudgies that haven't minted their little pudgy yet. And okay. not everybody minted the rod. So some some penguins don't have rods. And is that something that they can still do going forward, or was that an opportunity missed? The rods you can never mint again, but uh, a couple months ago, someone refreshed, uh, it was August, August, on the anniversary, on the contract anniversary, um, okay. they gave out soulbound tokens to people, and one of the, one of the basis for what level of token you got was whether or not you had the matching pudgy, the matching rod, and the matching little. So we uh, already know that's that's important somehow. Agents. Um, yeah. Do you do you have Mo in your DMs calling out Luca asking? Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible, bro. <laughs> Luca, if you're listening, I don't know if you are, but Mo is in my DM saying, "Tell Luca to get on stage. Ask him if he's been practicing." I'm Team Luca. I want you guys to know this. Mo, like you, get, dude. <laughs> if you want to come up on stage and call him out, feel free to. You know what? I, just, I like Mo. I'm, I'm a big I, guy. <laughs> I'm a big... I like Mo too, but he's like trying to do side bets with me. He's saying Habibi come to Dubai, like all these, <laughs> all these things, and I'm like, Mo, I barely know you. Don't call me Habibi. <laughs> I feel left out because Mo is not DMing me about his skills. So you know, Luca, it wasn't even going to be a question of if you had my vote, but. You know, unless Mo starts a real, you know, just campaign to win us over, it's not going to work. So this is the thing. Him and I played on Sunday and we play pickup, we play fives. And so, you know, when we're not playing, we'll like when they're going up and down the court when we get the half court, we'll run like one on ones. And we just did like a quick little one on one. And I just bullied this kid so bad. So when we go and play this weekend, then I completely beat the brakes off him, and I do a bully beatdown the way he's never seen. It's just going to be really funny to watch. Cause I already know his game plan. He's just going to step back, shoot from three. We're not going to talk about it. Get this ugly clone X, the one ugly clone X in the collection he bought. Get him <laughs> off the stage. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> but it's going to be real work come, uh, come this weekend. I hope you guys are ready. When, what time and what uh, place have we determined? No, but Mo is being a gracious host and renting out a basketball court for us. Uh, and so it's up to Mo to decide. Mo, but, I thought you fled the country. No, I didn't. Not at all. I just went back to my roots to get ready for this smackdown that's going to happen this weekend. Luca knows. Luca knows his, his game and his talk is completely different. And I have the content to back it up, but I love Luca too much to put the content out. I'll let you guys see it in person. <laughs> the content, dude, stop it. I decided. So what he's talking about is I decided to pull up from 35 feet for fun and it didn't go in, but that's the content he's referring to. There was <laughs> our friend Jonathan pulled out his camera. It was from 35 whoa, feet, whoa, handles whoa. in my face and I just pulled up and I didn't go in. All right. Big deal, Mo. 
It's not going to Luca, 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 Luca. Hold on, everybody. You're not going to do anything. Mo, Mo, hold on. Nothing's going to happen. I got to moderate here. Luca, Luca, this is kind of damning because I've known you for a good while now. I, I think I know your character, and it is unlike you to take shots that you don't think are going to hit. I okay, look, did I obviously if I shot the ball, then I wanted it to go in, but it didn't go in. So what am I gonna do about it? All I know is the score is gonna be in my favor. I'm gonna win the game and I'm gonna have more shots go in than he unclipped. It. Okay, he's okay, look, he's like I'm... blackmailing me of this piece of content. <laughs> he's like, You just missed this one shot, I'm gonna post it. All of Pudgy's gonna see it. Sell that ugly. No, no, I'm not gonna post it. It's for the internal group chats. Anyways, it's too funny. Honestly, I might just have it as my screensaver until I see (laughs) Mo. Pudgies, if you're gonna be in Miami and you see Mo or you meet Mo, your goal is to get him as drunk as possible Thursday night. (laughs) Uh, So Luca's got a really good advantage. I think Luca's gonna win anyway, just because of that Clonex. I've never seen anything quite like it. but Luca, while you're up on stage, uh, I've been chilling um, the Sotheby's auction. It ends in less than 48 hours. Tell the people what's what's going on right now. That's a hot take. Wow. Did he get rugged? Is he, he may have. I'll tell I you guys what. I'll do this. Hear? Let Luca finalize the bet, and if I lose, I'll buy one of the Sotheby's auctions. Whoa. Whoa! No, 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 no! It closes before the game, Mo. That's very slick of you to be making a bet <laughs> that can't <laughs> actually hey, be hey, followed trying, through with. Man. No, ve- oh, dude, you you tried, but you got to get up earlier than that if you want to pull one over on me. But super valid attempt. I dig it. I tried, man. I tried. God, man, you walked into a crazy house. I'm super apologetic over that. It's uh, like the crazies <laughs> walked into her house, actually. Okay, really I'm going to step down. Sorry, guys. Let me. Mo, uh, you're good, Mo. Random drunk. I love looking into because I'm like, here, like the Michael Jackson a gif where he's eating popcorn. So I'm very intrigued. I love this drama. Um, rooting may the best men win. Oh yeah, they've been they've been going at it publicly in Twitter Spaces for weeks now. I just I just can't wait to see who's actually been talking smack and who's been talking facts. Speaking of talking smack, we got Mac Guna on stage. Mac Guna, you may know him previously from the drummer of uh, whatever the band that I was mentioning earlier. What's up, Matt? Oh, man, those were some crazy times. I barely remember. Uh, question for Godman. Uh, Godman, I see that Godson is back in your Discord, and uh, he's a community asset. How do we get one here at Pudgy Penguins? We need our own Godson. Can you help us out with that? Oh, when you were when you were saying like community asset, I really thought you were gonna say something else. Oh, community asset. <laughs> yeah, he's community asset too. The community asset, that's for sure. <laughs> you know what? You just you cannot. That's the thing. Like they're like wild animals. You cannot like fifteen year old boys with a weird sense of humor. You don't just. 
you cannot invite them. You have to attract them. You you put a little titty here and then there, and they'll come. They'll naturally come. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. This is a family show. I want to remind everyone. Hey, thank you. I was oh. looking for equal enforcement there, PP. <laughs> I was talking about the bot. Oh my god, you're talking about the bot. <laughs> wait, 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 who wait. The hell are you sending pictures still? Godman, who are you talking about? That just turned an unexpected turn. What I want to say, okay, so I just want to explain what I'm talking about. We had the mid-journey bot, and this kid was hell-bent on spending 24 hours on the Discord trying to get the mid-journey bot to to out, to out put a, a boob and as an outcome. And so the kid used every boob-related keyword to get the the mid Jenny bot and that's what I meant by it. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm taken out of context. That uh, now that you tell the story it's actually really funny. It makes me want to get uh Burka on top of that immediately. Um but, but I know we have pudgies in the Discord that would totally be that kid. So it may be it may not be a good idea. Well I mean yeah. for context uh, if you have someone... like what I want to tell you guys, find the person on the Pudgy Penguins uh, community that has the most peculiar speech, like, uh, and like, if they, especially if it's, especially incoherent kind of speech, because incoherent speech is like, it's amazing when it's like, output by a AI, because the, like, it's because an AI putting out sentences that make sense, it makes sense, right? But when an AI manages to decode what a person that doesn't make sense, what is the sense behind a person that doesn't make sense? Then you're like, this is witchcraft. So find the most incoherent and crazy and peculiar person in the Pudgy Penguins community and clone them. And I can send you the repository for the how to clone the bot, how to clone the, the person, their messages, and how to use it to turn it into a bot. <laughs> if you guys want it agents are you thinking what i'm thinking yes you already said it <laughs> we, we need a burko clone uh that that would really get people's jimmies rough. We, we already have a burko like everyone's burko oats 2.0 burko's uh oats 3.0 um we love our burko dude i'm gonna tell you miami ain't gonna be the same without him I know it's not. Uh, I'm totally gonna miss that guy. Uh, speaking of Miami, we got Godman. I'm pr- I'm probably guessing you're not going to Art Basel. No. Oh man. Uh, one day we'll get you to a pudgy penguin event so you can meet some of these fine people. Um, they're really great. Uh, I actually see a pudgy penguin Tecmo boat in the audience. He did a coffee giveaway um, to some of the Heaven Computer people. And by the way, I just want to say you got very positive feedback that coffee, so definitely check it out. Yeah, 100%. Uh, any closing words, God man, before we wrap this up? Well, I just want to say that you know, I'm very thankful for this for you having me here, and that um, I hope Mo and Luca can sort things out. And thanks for everyone who followed me and who support me and support my project in any other way. And then when I figure out what sound penguins do, I will do it for you guys in the next space. 
Welcome to Maccabees Medical Monday. Today it's all about this, the cucumber, or as they call it in Jamaica, cucumber. Cucumber. Vitamins, minerals, very high number, silica, here and nails get longer. Other vitamins make your bones them stronger. Anti-wrinkle make you look younger. 95% hmm. water, kidney cleanser, great hydrator, detox, fiber, good regulator. Give your body good things, don't be a traitor. Get the cucumber, cut it in a slice, put it in a jug of water overnight. You know what you get for a fraction of the price? Energy drink full of electrolyte. Roaring salad is one of the use uh, as a base for your vegetable juice. Another surprise put a slice on your eyes. Take away the dryness. Revitalize. Oh, yes. One thing I have left. Cucumber can also help with bad breath. Wash away the bacteria that cause the odor. Cucumber water instead of soda. A Maccabee Medical Monday. Cucumber. 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 Now that is what I call a callback. Cucumber. Thanks, Godman. Yeah, Godman, thank you for joining us. And... Godman, that was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. Heaven.computer, yes. people. Go check out this website. It's amazing. Can I play the actual exit music now? Oh, you had some? I, I thought we were doing, cucumba, we were doing yeah. the cucumba. No, it was good, but if we want to call back. I mean, the only person, listen, the only person this song might be special for is our guest tonight. She mentioned it tonight. Um, I was listening. I'm a very active listener. So this one's for you, Godman. Thank you for joining us here on Chillin'. The night could last forever. Leave the sun shine out and say hello. Never. All the people are dancing and they're having such fun. I wish it could happen to me. But if you close the door, I'd never have to see the day again. If you close the door, the night could last forever. Leave the wine glass out. And drink a toast to never Oh, someday I know someone will look into my eyes And say, hello, you're my very special one But if you close the door I'd never have to see the day again Dog party bars, shiny Cadillac cars And the people on subways and trains Looking gray in the rain As they stand disarrayed All but people look well in the dark And if you close the door The night could last forever Leave the sun shine out and say hello to never All the people are dancing and they're having such fun I wish it could happen to me Cause if you close the door I'd never have to see the day again I'd never have to see the day again Once more I'd never have to see the day again Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining this awesome space. Goodbye.
Okay, I didn't leave yet, but whoever is here and stay till the very, very end, here's some alpha for you. Get an awesome night's sleep because tomorrow is Tuesday. Let's go! Tomorrow is the day you accomplish every little thing that you had on your playstation. Oh, I have to do this. And you push it over. Tomorrow is the day you complete that. Tomorrow is the day you look at that thing that you kept pushing off for weeks. For weeks you kept pushing it off. Tomorrow is the day you complete it. I hope everybody has an amazing night's sleep and wake up energized tomorrow, ready to take over the day. The day is yours tomorrow.